Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Chattanooga, Tennessee, it's time for Chattanooga Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Hello and welcome to another exciting and informative edition of Chattanooga Business Radio. I'm your host today, Ryan McPherson, and today is Tuesday, October 27, 2015, and we are broadcasting live from the beautiful Hamilton County Business Development Center here on the North Shore of Chattanooga. Uh, make sure you use uh, the hashtag today, Chattanooga Business Radio, and follow us on Twitter at Business Radio X to stay up to date on all the things happening here with Chattanooga Business Radio. we got a great lineup of guests. It's my pleasure to introduce our first guest here. Her name is Emma Flynn, and she is an attorney here in Chattanooga at the law offices of A. Emma Flynn. Welcome to the program, Emma. Thank you so much. So happy to be here. Good. And how are you doing today? I am doing very well. It's a little rainy. It is a little rainy in Chattanooga, uh, but uh, it is a great time of year for us to be here broadcasting again from the Hamilton County Business Development Center. So let's get into uh, your topics here today. So you're an attorney. What type of an attorney are you? So I do a lot of business litigation and what you would call commercial litigation, but I also give a lot of advice and uh, do some business transactions. So for example, selling a certain part of or your entire company, or adding an investor, so stuff like that. So business uh, advisory role, mostly focused on the law side and what's legal and not legal when starting a business, or can you help existing businesses as well? Well, it's uh, it's definitely not just for starting businesses. Okay. So Good. Well, let's say I want to start a business. What are some of the common mistakes that I may make along the way? I think that one of the most important things, and one of the most commonly overlooked is to be very diligent about the paperwork with the people with whom you are getting into business with. So particularly at the beginning, there's this feeling of almost like a honeymoon-like feeling. You are very excited about your idea and you're very idealistic and the person that you're getting into the business with, well, they just are on the same wavelength as you are and you feel like it's it's never going to end, but honeymoons do end. <laughs> and so I think that there are a few ways to protect yourself there. And the first one is, I think, to get everything in writing, of course, and make sure that stocks are being vested um, along, with, uh, along with time and putting in the work so mm -hmm. that if one of the partners all of a sudden disappears or his schedule fills up, he doesn't have as much time or he just loses his passion, that we're not stuck uh, with a partner that we can't, that has a lot of equity in the company and we can't essentially get rid of him even though he's not pulling his weight. And then the second thing is a buy-sell agreement, which says if, which actually has very little to do with buying and selling things. It's really about buying and selling your own equity in the company at certain, upon certain events. So I think that those two are really So having your paperwork ways. in order, mm -hmm. making sure everything is in writing, even if you do 100% trust your business partner, uh, having everything up front is always good advice. Um, so I starting my business, and um, I was thinking about going on legal Zoom. How would that be better for me as opposed to coming and seeing you? Well, or would it not be? I Here's the thing, particularly with starting businesses. And, and legal Zoom, you know, I'm sure they're good for some things, and I don't, you know, I haven't been on that site in a while, but I will say that um, particularly for starting businesses, I think it's pivotal to speak with an attorney, and I'll tell you why. 
they give you all these documents and um, those documents are not necessarily tailored to you and you as a layman, you won't necessarily know what they mean. Lots of attorneys that are not specialized in uh, this type of law won't know what they mean either. And so it's really important to speak to a person that will make sure that these documents, A, exist, that they are all in order, and that they suit your business model so that you're not stuck with documents that don't fit your business model. And then the risk you're running is that the state, should you ever run into trouble, which is really the only reason you're even trying to limit your own liability by having some kind of business structure, like a limited liability company or a corporation, well, if you're running, if you're running your office using the wrong paperwork, the chances of you maintaining that limited liability status when something goes wrong is minuscule. Mm-hmm. So, right. So, that's so no legal zoom. Okay. No, that's great advice. No uh, offense to legal zoom. <laughs> none at all. I mean, it has its place in its space. But if you're starting a local business, it's best important uh, to, to uh, contact a local attorney who can get that paperwork and and knows people in the community who can help you uh, get that business launched off the ground. Is there a particular business you like to help people in or any businesses is kind of, are you willing to help? I'm so glad you asked that. So um, particularly I have two kind of uh, new fields that I'm getting into particularly recently. One is uh, entertainment law, which okay. we don't have that much of a market for in Chattanooga, but I feel that there's a certain momentum, and I'm, I've always been very interested. Yeah, Atlanta's in it. huge in that market right now. We've spoken with many uh, entertainment attorneys in the Atlanta area, and it's only a matter of time before people start filming movies here in Chattanooga. A hundred percent. Chattanooga is right in between. Um, is right in between. Uh, Nashville and Knoxville, and it makes in Atlanta, and it mm-hmm. makes a whole lot of sense to do it here. Um, so entertainment uh, uh, law for you. What was the other one? And then um, I think the other one must be, and this is more in litigation and less in business. I think that there's, uh, and this is more of a personal uh, passion of mine, I think that there's a problem with the food supply in this country. I think it's adulterated. And I think that there is going to be room for attorneys to try and sway the balance and make some and make some change that will benefit everyone's health in the long run and you're speaking particularly about uh like gmo stuff and uh you know people food labeling and essential so people are more educated and informed about what they're eating absolutely i mean it's gmos and also the world health organization i don't know if you saw this everyone on the internet is just very sad about it um just came out with a statement saying that uh Bacon is as bad for you as smoking. I heard that on the radio the other day. I couldn't believe it. And I love baking. I gave up smoking a few years ago, but man, I, I'll eat bacon any day of the week. Yeah. So it's unfortunate. You might want to pick smoking back up yeah, then. Right. I just don't smoke and eat bacon at the same <laughs> right. time. It, it's a double whammy there. So we're speaking with Emma Lynn. She's with the law offices of A. Emma Flynn, I should say. Excuse me. Emma Flynn. You can follow her on Twitter at Flynn Attorney. For more information there, too, she is a graduate of the Notre Dame Law School, where she became an attorney because she knew she wanted to fight injustice and improve the client experience while doing so. And you've already talked about both of those points already, is how you're, you're looking for a cause that you can truly get behind, but you want to bring that experience to the uh, client uh, to help them you know, better understand and, and be more involved with their attorney. So talk about that client experience for you. What, what motivated you to make that kind of a focus of your practice? Well, I think that there's 
an issue. First of all, I think that law firms have become um, majorly about procedure, and that means that there is a lot of personnel, which are ne- it's necessary. But my, but my goal is to make every client understand exactly why a certain action is being taken. Um, I also think that there's a huge amount of value to feeling like your attorney, you have a personal relationship, and in fact, to have a personal relationship with your attorney. And uh, that is something that going off on my own has certainly enabled me to, uh, to do because there isn't as much pressure of a certain number of billable hours and, you know, certain type of communication with clients that you can't really bill for. My goal is if I get on the phone with a client, they're going to understand what's going on by the time we get off the phone, even if it takes a little longer than I feel comfortable billing them for. Mm -hmm. It's important to me. You sound like a compassionate attorney, and and there are very few of those out there, I think. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so that's very good. And so you uh, got your bachelor's degree from University of Miami in Florida and law school at Notre Dame, as I mentioned. Why Chattanooga? What brought you here? My, uh, that's a great question. My husband and I um, came here during spring break, and we walked the bridge, walked the walking bridge. And uh, at the beginning, we were dead set on going to New York. We already had a place there for the summer where we were both going to study for the New York bar. Uh, By the time we crossed over to the other side, we thought, well, do you feel this? Do you feel this momentum? Do you feel... Do you see this? Do you see these views? Do you? And we just kind of looked at each other and said, let's stay. And that was about four years ago. That's great. So you came on vacation and stayed and decided to put down some roots here and start a business and uh, and grow from there. So I'm sure Chattanooga is happy to have someone like you here uh, practicing the law that you do. What are your thoughts, again, on the Chattanooga business culture, the community, and, and where you may see it going in the future? I think it's... So first of all, I think that the business community in Chattanooga is um, second to none. It's developing and growing every day, particularly the startup community. Mm -hmm. Um, We just had our second startup week, which uh, was absolutely incredible, over 80 events. And this year in particular, I noticed uh, even more people coming from different states to attend, different states, different areas to attend the various events which I think is incredible and um, and a huge, I mean, I think that there are some people in Chattanooga that are particularly, I would say, people in uh, CoLab that are really responsible for making that, uh, for making Startup Week such a huge monumental success, I believe. Yeah, no, Chattanooga and Startup Week are uh, making headlines all around the country for the great business and the types of businesses that are being cultivated here. And uh, I'm sure it, it, great opportunities for you and your practice and getting um, getting plenty of work. So um, one last question about, uh, you know, here on your talking points, we, we're looking at, uh, you know, starting a company and we, we've come to you, we've gotten the paperwork together, we know kind of the process we need to go through, but we don't have the money behind us to start our business. Um, and a big rage these days is crowdfunding. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, using that tool to fund your business? So that's a great question. That's number two, by the way. No, two great questions. So <laughs> Two great that, questions. Yeah, so keep that in mind. Okay, so <laughs> I think that when you're funding, so first of all, 
not every business needs outside funding. And I think that there is a huge advantage to really sitting down and figuring out whether you are the sort of business that really needs outside funding. Because immediately when you get funding from the outside, you, uh, you let go of some control over decision-making and the future of your business. That's inevitable. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, it, in terms of crowdfunding, crowdfunding is a unique model in the sense that it's, it's not as new as it used to be. It's, uh, it's kind of becoming more of a regular thing. However, it has advantages and disadvantages. So one advantage is that you give less control. You give up less control of your company because there isn't one person holding on to a huge chunk of your company saying, do this, don't do that. I think we should change directions. I don't think this decision is right. I don't like this board member, mm-hmm. etc. There's um, on the flip side of that, you are running the risk of it, when you do get an investor, the advantage of getting a single investor, you know, the disadvantage being that he might be opinionated. The advantage is that he will offer you big resources as well. He will have contacts, ideally, in the same industry, particularly if uh, if it's an experienced investor. Uh, whereas crowdfunding will give you will allow you to retain more control, but probably won't be as beneficial in terms of um, pulling strings on your behalf and really getting another active member on your team. So that's those are just a few things to keep in mind when you're deciding how it's best to support your business. Very insightful and very thoughtful. Thank you for sharing. My thoughts on the crowdfunding itself is you got to have a crowd first. You can't just blindly put an ad on on the Internet that says, hey, I'm starting an egg salad business and I need a crowd to fund me. It's best to have a good network of business professionals or community members in general before you go searching that fund. A hundred percent. And I think that that's what makes Chattanooga such a potentially good place for it because there is such a tight business community, but at the same time, it's also a very welcoming community. Mm -hmm. And so you can reach out to people. And just to say another advantage, a huge advantage of crowdfunding is that any product pretty much you would have to market test before you uh, before you really take it to the market. And crowdfunding really allows you to kill two birds with one stone. So you're testing your market at the same time that you're raising funds. And so um, and so that's something to also think about in terms of whether that is beneficial or not for your product. But you're absolutely right that you want to cultivate those few precious relationships with the community builders in your respective community ahead of time. Very good. Well, thank you, Emma Flynn, for taking time out today to join us here on Chattanooga Business Radio. If our listeners want to find out more information about yourself or your services, how would they do so? I would definitely recommend checking out my website at flynnattorney.com. You can also email me at emma at flynnattorney.com, or you can call me at 423-304-9757. Very good. And do you service all of Chattanooga or all of Tennessee? What is kind of your service area? Um, all of Tennessee. All of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So if you're out there and you're in Tennessee and you need some attorney advice and you want somebody who's compassionate, caring, and will put your interests first, 
reach out to Emma Flynn and her services. She'll be happy to talk to you. So thank you again, Emma, for joining us. My pleasure. Please stick around as we uh, begin to talk to our next guest. Before we do, we're going to remind our listeners, you're listening to Chattanooga Business Radio. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at Business Radio X and use the hashtag Business Chattanooga Business Radio um, for more information there. Uh, so now we have two representatives from the same organization here talking about their company, uh, Fancy Rhino. First, the managing director, Dustin Winder. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty well. Thanks for having us All on. All right, very good. Adjust that microphone down a little bit, and uh, hopefully we're not boring you too much. I saw you falling asleep there, but uh, <laughs> uh, stay with us here. We'll also introduce Sally Lynch with Fancy Rhino. She's account executive. How are you doing, Sally? Great. Thank you for having us. Very good. So tell us, Dustin, right off the bat, Fancy Rhino, what do you do for folks? Yeah, uh, Fancy Rhino is a creative agency based out of... Uh, here, Chatt- here in Chattanooga, we also have uh, a, s- a smaller location up in New York, but uh, Chattanooga is home. And uh, we work with brands uh, locally, nationally, and around the world, I guess to a lesser extent, to uh, you know solve business problems uh, through you know creative marketing and, and then tell brand stories. I see. So creative marketing. So you're taking marketing to the next level a little bit with this creative side to it. So uh, you help people digitally. The, uh, tell me about some of this creativeness that you bring to the table. Yeah. So, you know... Fancy Rhino started about five years ago as a as a creative production company, just making you know business videos, uh, you know, with a heart for for people around or businesses and people around Chattanooga. And over the last five years, we've really grown in, in discipline and in, and in scope and scale to to really you know have when when a, when someone comes to us with a question and and they say you know how can you help us as a business? We first say, well, what's the problem that, that you really need to solve? And then we have a team of, of creatives and strategists and account people and production people. And uh, we all kind of just, you know, get in a room and and with the client and ask questions and, and, and open lines of communication. And we figure out the best way to solve that problem. So that may be a full-fledged advertising campaign. That may be a brand video. That may be a website. It may be print. It may be digital. Um, we don't really put any limits on that until we first figure out what the, the problem or the ask is. And it may be having them as a guest on Business Radio X and Chattanooga Business Radio, right? It might be. Yeah, this is pretty creative, <laughs> helping yeah. get the word out about yeah. your business. Yeah. Um, is there any recent work that you're super excited about or would like to share with our listeners? Yeah, we're always in the middle of, of, of work that we're excited about. But most recently, we actually just, uh, I guess after months of work, uh, helped another local business uh, called Torch. It's a, a wireless router um, for parents to help them, you know, make the internet a great place to grow up for their kids. Uh, we, we worked all summer with them to really figure out what their, um, you know, what their story is and how they want to communicate that to, to the market and how they want to connect with parents. And so I guess it was last week, uh, their, their campaign launched and they went on, uh, their device. It's, you know, the router went on pre-sale online and, uh, they're actually using crowdfunding uh, Mm. to, to start it off. And, uh, so yeah, we came out with, with an anthem video and a lot of you know just, just just a, a launch campaign that will continue to roll out over the next month. But we're really excited about that, and it was great to get to work so closely with uh, you know people here in Chattanooga with the same you know goals. Very cool. And uh, Sally Lynch, account executive with Fancy Rhino. Uh, some of your clients are they just here locally in Chattanooga, or where are they? No, we have clients all over the nation. Currently, we're working with Office Depot, Office Max, and we also work with Nike Football. So we range, you know, all over the country. But um, like Dustin was saying, Torch is um, really exciting being a local business in Chattanooga. So we do range all across the country. 
Very good. And so uh, walk me through kind of the process. Once a company contacts you and says, hey, I need your help, um, how long does it take before you put a plan together? And then how long may it take before they start seeing results from your plan? So what we like to do, kind of Dustin referenced this earlier, is we like to sit down with our clients and kind of figure out what their goals are. Because we do have clients that say, you know, I want to come in and I want a business video. So what we like to do is sit down with them with our strategists and our entire team at Fancy Rhino to determine what we feel will best get them to their end goal. So it could be, you know, we sit down with them and say, you're right, you need a video mm-hmm. to reach X goal. But if they're saying we want this, we kind of just, it could like towards well, be a whole campaign. When you sit down with the team over there, does that take an afternoon or could it be a whole week of kind of strategizing? Uh, what is the time like? It could be more or less, right? Yeah, more or less. It's okay. just kind of a, to just understand the client and like I was saying in their goals. And to then to actually best. implement that campaign, ca- mm-hmm. campaign, how long does that take? It, that's another thing. It okay. could range from, you know, whatever, just to make sure that we're doing the best thing for our client. Very good. And so from your perspective as an account executive, and, and I was looking at your background, you quite an extensive background, what separates you guys apart from other agencies out there doing the same thing? Well, um, one thing that we like to say separates us is we really like to build partnerships with our clients. We're not just looking at them as clients. We're looking at them as partners. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's kind of our biggest thing. And another thing is since we did start as a production company, we do have all those capabilities in-house, which a lot of different agencies has to have to farm out. So those are um, two things that we feel are, you know, separate us. Right. So you build that relationship right off the bat because this company or organization may need your help again in the future and you don't want to exactly. just help them once. You right. want to continue to help them and build on all the other uh, strategic platforms that you, you've implemented. So Absolutely. Uh, very good. So Dustin uh, Winder, he is the maestro. He's in charge of leading the strategic <laughs> alignment and business integration across all disciplines. Um, and you have an extensive background yourself. So I see you lived in Uganda, New York, and Tennessee, mm-hmm. uh, but you're from Chattanooga, right? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm from a little bit north of here in Athens, but yeah, okay. I grew up in East Tennessee. And then moved away, yeah, and then came away. back to Chattanooga. Back. How, yeah. when, did, what brought, when did you come back? I came back, I guess, about three years ago um, for a girl, like, okay. like a lot of people, my <laughs> yeah. now wife. <laughs> nice, congratulations. one-year-old. Nice. And, uh, we said when we came back, you know, let's, let's spend two years here, spend some time with family, and then figure out what the next move is. And I guess it was no more than six months when we were kind of bought in and yeah. decided Chattanooga was where we wanted to be. And, and your thoughts on the Chattanooga business culture, community, you know, where you saw it years ago and where you kind of see it going from here? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 insane to me how how quickly the ch- the the startup scene specifically, but just business in general in Chattanooga has just taken off. Um, you know, like I said, I grew up in East Tennessee and we were my family lived pretty much equally between Knoxville and Chattanooga. And Knoxville was always our destination if we were going to a quote unquote big city. Um, but you know, I came my my sister went to college here and I started visiting her and just started kind of seeing the growth and then, you know, found out about groups like Colab, like Emma said earlier, or, or the Lamppost Group. And mm-hmm. when I was working in New York, uh, I was reading The Atlantic one day, and they, they had written an article about Chattanooga, and it featured businesses like Fancy Rhino, and it just kind of blew my mind. And so over the past, you know, I guess I've been at Fancy about two and a half years, uh, it's 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 been really cool to see all the, you know, how the tech sector has taken off, how how people like Emma have come in to fill these needs that we didn't even know we had before. Um, and, you know, how everyone's kind of rallying together. You know, we just, the, the, the innovation district just launched and Chattanooga's really putting itself on the map and it's an exciting time to, to you know, run a business in Chattanooga. 
I agree, and uh, this is uh, my fourth or fifth tour up here to Chattanooga, and each time I come, I get embraced by the business community and the people, and hearing their stories just motivates me more to come back, and uh, I think we're doing good things here on Chattanooga Business Radio. But do you have any advice for other Chattanoogans and businesses out there, how they can connect directly in a more uh, you know, intimate way with their audiences? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the, I, you know, like Emma said, last week was, was Startup Week. I actually, uh, you know, did a talk on this and with, with a few other people at the Hunter Museum. You know, I think the most important thing is, especially when you're a, a small business owner, an entrepreneur, you, you, you're, you're so close to your business and, uh, you know, it's, it's such an emotional process. So I think the most important thing is to get some outside perspective. Um, you know, ask whether it's friends or whether it's coming to someone like Fancy Rhino, whatever it may be, ask questions, say, you know, this is what we're trying to achieve, but how would you go about achieving it? Um, you know, open up lines of communication, find people that you trust and can partner with and, and really, you know, take advantage of the, the business community here in Chattanooga because it is, you know, so ripe and, and so willing to help. Yeah. Are you part of any other organizations uh, out there kind of mentoring or peer-to-peer counseling, helping you through your business journey? Uh, you know, at Fancy Rhino, we we were uh, initially, uh, Lamppost Group was our first investor, and so we're actively involved uh, with them as an organization, and, and we're constantly trying to bring in, you know, whether it's internships or shadowing programs, just to, to kind of help up-and-coming students and and, and, and business professionals in, in town, you know, find their foot and, and, and figure out what it is that they want to do. And then also Fancy uh, Rhino this year actually uh, sponsored, I guess we sponsored the creative track of Startup Week and just really made every effort to get involved because we love it here. Um, you know, we, we, we've talked before about, you know, it's, it's kind of clients say all the time, you know, from other places, it's such an off-centered idea, Chattanooga, Tennessee, who would have guessed it, but, you know, we wouldn't choose it any other way. So we try to find any way we can to plug in and, and really be involved. And Sally Lynch, account executive with Founts Fancy Rhino, she's the lead in all client relationships and manages their expectations. She easily leverages her years of experience in marketing and publicity to anticipate and remedy most clients' concerns. Any recent uh, uh, projects you've been involved with that you're excited about or maybe something on the horizon that you're looking forward to? Yeah, so um, I've actually been with Fi- Fancy Rhino for almost two months. So um, almost coming, two yes, months. Almost wow, two congratulations! Months. Pretty new. Um, <laughs> right. So it's definitely been very exciting to come, and especially with the whole torch launch, I think that that's something that's been exciting to see and be a part of, um, even in, though on the um, end part of it. But kind of watching them continue to grow, and we're really excited to see how successful they get to be. So two months with Fancy Rhino. Are you? Uh, they Fancy Rhino bring you to Chattanooga? Or, I, I or, actually am from Chattanooga. So you're from here. I am, so let's I am. get your thoughts on where you know, where it was when you were growing up and where it is now and where you may see the business community going. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. Um, I just remember growing up here and in high school, Chattanooga definitely didn't seem like that city I was always going to come back to. Mm-hmm. But um, after being away for about you know four years for college and four years after college, I just knew coming back to Chattanooga and seeing. The community grow and the business scene grow. It's pretty incredible to be a part of it and kind of, especially with a company like Fancy Rhino, who's only been around for about five years, kind mm-hmm. of to watch us grow in the community and with our partners. So, so you're, you're going to be sticking around Chattanooga yeah, for a while, right? Not leaving anytime soon. Right, so put some roots <laughs> down here, stay with Fancy Rhino, continue to grow the relationships that you're building over Absolutely. there with the businesses mm-hmm. and uh, watch this great business community and culture grow. And I think that's part of it. It's not just the business community here in Chattanooga, the people, you know, the Southern hospitality, the great you know, outdoors um, and just uh, uh, it's all coming together here to make Chattanooga a destination spot 
for a lot of businesses. And Absolutely. we're seeing that week after week as we broadcast here at the Hamilton County Business Development Center on the North Shore, downtown Chattanooga. So, uh, um, so Dustin, tell our listeners how they can find out more information about yourself or Fancy Rhino. Yeah, I mean, if you if you want to find out more about uh, me, you can you can search me basically online at DS Winder. That's D S W I N D E R. That's pretty much my name everywhere. But really, you should be looking at Fancy Rhino, and um, you know, we're online at uh, www.fancyrhino.com. Exactly as it sounds, fancy and then the animal. Right. Uh, right. Um, <laughs> okay. You can. We're Twitter. Yep. I think handles Fancy Rhino, same Instagram's the Fancy Rhino, Facebook's Fancy Rhino. It's 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 pretty straightforward. Yeah, I don't. Are you the only Fancy Rhino out there? Any, any story behind the name itself? Yeah, uh, well, you know, the there there are a lot of origin stories behind the name that I've heard, and 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 few I choose to believe. <laughs> but uh, really, I think I mean the the reasoning behind the name is you know we. We started out wanting to tell business stories, and sometimes that story is is a beast of a story, and, mm-hmm. and, and you don't want to lose that piece of it because it's kind of what makes your business what it is. Um, but, you know, we always said the trick was, you know, was getting your business, you know, in a tux and, and ready and ready to be presentable to the world. And so we thought of what's what's a beastly animal and yeah. what's an adjective that describes presentable right. and and. and, and you know, so fancy rhino kind of, kind of fit, and it's actually been a name that has stuck in people's heads, which has been been good for us. Yeah, no, I, and I'm picturing a, a rhinoceros in a tuxedo as we speak. That now. was actually the initial logo. Yeah, <laughs> and then kind of fancy for yeah. sure. So reach out to Dustin. Um, you can email him directly at Dustin at fancyrhino.com. That's D-U-S-T-Y-N. Also, uh, fancyrhino.com, Twitter, fancy rhino, Facebook dot com slash fancy rhino um, they're all out there so uh, thank you so much for taking time to join us today thank you for having us uh, if we can help you further your mission your cause here at business radio x particularly chattanooga business radio please let us know we'd love to you know, feature some of your satisfied clients or have you back on uh, to tell your story some more so thank you and also thank you. sally lynch with fancy rhino how can people f- contact you directly they can contact me directly at sally at fancyrhino.com all right and uh, so definitely reach out to sally if you uh, looking to have your um, business taken to the next level and and, and, cre- and create some uh, um, ways to to create more awareness for you and your business. So thank you, Sally, for thank joining you. us here on Chattanooga Business Radio, another great episode. So we do appreciate that. Um, and Emma, remind our listeners one more time before we get out how they can find you. Thank you. So uh, find me on flynnattorney.com. Or email me at emma at flynnattorney.com. Pretty simple. And uh, you can also reach me by phone at 423-304-9757. That's great. So we do encourage all of our listeners to get out there and um, reach out to these great businesses here that we've featured here today on Chattanooga Business Radio. They are serving their community, and we want to applaud that. So if your company is doing something interesting to genuinely serve your market, your community, and your profession, please reach out to us directly on the webpage at businessradiox.com. Thank you to Stone Payton and Lee Cantor for making all this happen. And on behalf of the entire Business Radio X network, I'm Ryan Redhawk McPherson. We will see you on the radio.